new era in independent art celebration. Indecent exposure. You were convicted of indecent exposure for the third time. That's exactly what it is there, Poindexter. It is four counts of indecent exposure. Wow, that was that was a first. I I I was so excited about getting the show notes for this episode done and out of the way that uh, I almost pulled the trigger and hit publish, forgetting that I hadn't actually even finished recording the podcast. Um, that's how excited I can get about about show notes. Uh, a well constructed post to accompany the audio is is a beautiful thing. Um, Never mind. It's uh, today is Friday, October second, two thousand fifteen. I'm your host, Jason Velasquez, and I am ecstatic to have you here with me for this episode of Indecent Exposure, as I always am, and um, uh, I am grateful and and pleased that you are sending your your support, your praise, your criticism, your suggestions my way, uh, in an ever increasing deluge. Can you have an, is that superlative? Can you have a more deluge? It's, or is it just a deluge? I, I like deluges of all kinds, large and small. Um, actually, that's that's not entirely true this weekend as uh, Hurricane Joaquin uh, exacerbates the already torrential rains along the uh, southeastern seaboard. and um, And it's making its way northward though the National Hurricane Center claims that it's not due to hit landfall, to make landfall. We've heard that before. So um, this might be a great opportunity to uh, maybe pick up some water, some flashlights, batteries, um, non-perishable foods. If you've got a generator, make sure you've got gas in it. Give it a test run before the... You know these things. Um... I will put a link in the show notes for uh, hurricane preparedness, uh, you know, steps that you can take. I think we've um, we've gotten our fannies handed to us one too many, two too many, three too many times uh, in this last decade. Uh, so let's uh, let's try not to let it happen again, okay, folks? So I don't know what Joaquim's uh, plans are for the weekend, but uh, he's not invited. Uh, you know who is invited? I'll tell you who's invited. This weekend, Chris Delmhorst. She's going to be at the barn in Williamstown tonight, Friday, October 2nd. Um, You want to get there around 6 o'clock because there's going to be some food there uh, as well. And if you need directions, if you need the address, uh, do check out the show notes. If you're listening to this episode through uh, iTunes or Stitcher or some other download process, uh, do go to graylockglass.com, find this episode of Indecent Exposure, and uh, by all means, uh, scroll down until you get to the information you need. That's tonight. Uh, today, we're talking about, um, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Sun Parade. Uh, I had a really, really great conversation with Chris Marlon Jennings, a singer and guitarist of the Sun Parade, and... Um, he describes the the group's sort of origins, their creation myth, and talks about uh, some of the changes that have gone on since their first album, uh, Yosis, uh, which was, I think, 2012. And uh, they are coming, the Sun Parade is coming to the Berkshires um, 
this month, uh, twice actually. They're going to be at Mass Mocha opening for Dr. Dog on the 10th. And they're going to be in the the lineup of opening night festivities at the Windup Fest, uh, the film festival that is destined to bring uh, armies of film lovers uh, to the area. Well, they are going to open up that show with, with the and the kids. So it's going to be the Sun Parade and and the kids. They're going to open up the opening night festivities on October fifteenth, and uh, we are looking excited. We are looking forward. We're looking excited. We're looking pretty excited, although inside it's hard to tell. No, we are very excited to have them here uh, in the Berks and uh, and hope that they love it and come back over and over again. Um, let's get to that interview before I completely botch this uh, this intro with Chris Marlon Jennings of The Sun Parade. <laughs> Hey, Chris, thanks so much for being on Indecent Exposure at the Greenlock Glass. How are you doing? Hey, thanks very much for having me. Oh, it is my distinct pleasure. Uh, audiences uh, have been you know, to the Greylock Glass, have heard the Sun Parade earlier in the summer, and, uh, and the response was excellent. So I'm really glad to, to hear that you are going to be opening up uh, the Wind-Up Fest in North Adams in this yeah, year. Yeah, we're super pumped to be a part of it. Well, especially the first year, too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be quite a show, and it's kind of neat because um, the the notion of having music is is fairly new. I understand, mm-hmm. uh, which means that um, we're I guess the the festival is still sort of evolving and growing, um, and, and especially so this year with a new artistic director. But before we talk about your show here, um, why don't you give us a little bit of a background? You have been doing your thing for a few years now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Jeff have been doing this for almost five years, I guess in January. It's, it's been an ever changing process of the band. And I, I kind of feel like with the, it's like a new sun parade, which is about a year and a half old. It also it goes along with, we kind of, we became an electric band, like more of a rock band, which I think we always had in our hearts. Like we were always rockers, but I was playing acoustic guitar for a long time. And, uh, he was playing mandolin and, and acoustic guitar, I mean, uh, mandolin. And I think with this new change of it being all electric, I don't know, it's really opened up a lot of doors for us. And I think we're feeling it, I don't know, just being able to express ourselves better. But it, it's been a long process. You have all your life to go acoustic. Yeah, you can go back, yeah, anytime. <laughs> when did you hook up with Jeff? Uh, I met Jeff when I was like 14 or 15. We met in Maine. He's from Maine. And uh, our parents would bring us to this party at one Labor Day weekend every year. So we'd see each other. It means like a sleepover, people camping. It's kind of a family thing. But we met there and started playing Beatles songs together. And I was in a band in high school. I was writing songs. And he would play along, became a fan of us. And we kind of always kept in touch. I don't know. We kind of just, we hit it off. We kept in touch. And then... I went to college for a couple of years and he went to Berkeley um, and we both dropped out around the same time. He sent, randomly sent me a text message being like, Hey, you have any projects going on? And I was like, actually, yes, I, I do. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to get a band together like now. And like, do you want to come play some shows like immediately? And then he came 
to the area with intent of playing like three shows and basically he hasn't left. <laughs> it's like the, the longest years ago. The longest camp out ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he's still here and we actually just moved into a house together with the bass player Jared. Um, I have to ask you this. I have worked with the same people I've lived with before. Do you have any mechanisms put in place to like sort of give make sure there's a steam valve? Um, besides beer, I don't know. We've never had a problem. We we lived together um, before, uh, and really, it's it's great having a person that you're trying to like write songs with all the time, and like waking up and they're sitting on the couch playing guitar already, so you don't have to like make plans to get writing together. No, no, you just have to make sure you know who's responsible for making coffee the night before. Yeah. <laughs> so that sounds that sounds so down home and homespun, uh, almost too good to be true. But but it's it's more than homespun because it's taken off. Um, your first release was uh, full length was Yosis, right? Yeah, that was I think that was about three years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was the first thing we did together. And that has you're right. That has a, a slightly different sound. Um, though I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that it's like existentially different, you know, it's, it's, it's still you, but there's definitely a different sound. And then, um, yeah. need you by my side, which I fell in love with, uh, was voted a, a number one song by WRSI, the river. Um, yeah. and that's a pretty big thing that, that tells me that listeners were catching on to, to what you were, what you were putting out there. Yeah, that definitely, that song was definitely the song that put us on the map around this area where you know, we play shows and people want to hear that song. And, and they played it on the river a lot, which was really nice. And kind of That definitely helped us get known, at least in this area. This is like, I guess, our song in the area. Well, well, tell me about that. Tell me about the Pioneer Valley. Um, it's, you know, we're here in the Berkshires, and uh, we're sort of known for a number of things. You know, we do a lot of theater here. There's dance and, and uh, a lot of mm. cultural organizations. Um, mm. But there's something going on in the Pioneer Valley, something in the water, maybe, or in the air? What? What? What is it? <laughs> I was literally about to say that. <laughs> maybe there's something in the water. It's pretty good water. Yeah, what is it? There's, 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 a, mass, there's a mass of uh, of musicians that are just, it's like there's a, a an indie music sensation factory. What's what's fueling that? I, I, it really has been taken off recently. It, like I'm astounded by how many good bands there are just in my town, like, like I live in Northampton and there's Hadley and like the basement scene is really getting big right now. And like I said, or like I was just at a party last night for like a lunar eclipse, like a fire outside. And I was like, Oh my God, there's, and the kids here, Lux Deluxe and Karine and Great Smokey all just like hanging out because we're bugs. Like they're some of my best friends. And it's like, wow, these are some of my favorite bands. <laughs> Quite a tribe. Yeah. This has been going on for, well, there's always been a decent music scene, but I would say in the last decade, things have really kicked up, in the last five years especially so. Um, yeah. What uh, What is it like to, to try and get gigs in that, uh, you know, along the Connecticut River? Is is there uh, enough venues? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of venues in Northampton, you know, because I got the Iron Heart. So, really, our favorite venue is the Parlor Room. That's the Signature Sounds headquarters. They have a room that holds like like 150 standing room that's really my favorite uh there's there's a lot of venues you got the calvin and 
you know, Pearl Street. But I think right now, really, like the big thing that's going on is that is basement shows. Like that gets all the, a lot of people can fit in some of these basements. Now of names, like we actually just moved our our new house. We place called the Pencil Factory, and because uh, it's built on the old foundation of a pencil factory, so it's really big basement, like twelve foot high ceilings. There's two rooms, so we want to set up a studio in there and also have shows and like have out of town bands come through, so we can actually offer people that aren't from the area shows and host them and have them sleep at our place and then throw shows, you know, get like a hundred people back down there. And it's always a really fun time. That's very cool. That's very cool. And it's it's a way of um of getting some acts in that are maybe, you know, not they're not going to be getting gigs at, at the Calvin, you know, yet. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even like the iron horse. Yeah. It's a really good way for people to break into the scene here because then you, then you can get a following that's usually free and, you know, maybe like pass the hat or something like that at the end. And, uh, then, yeah. And then you can actually get known and then eventually get a show at the part of the ring or iron horse. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Now, so you um you've been doing that and then you went through a sort of a transmogrification uh, to electric and mm-hmm. then Hearts Out happened. Uh tell yeah. me about tell me about the origins of Hearts Out. Origins of Hearts Out. Well, it was recorded in an attic in in uh, Hadley at my friend's house, which is a house called Two Cats. Um uh, my friend Mike, who used to be in the band a long time ago, uh, he recorded it on a 388 task cam from the quarter inch tape. And we actually did it in one session. We did one live session. We got all those uh, six, six songs, all the instrument tracks in one like six hour session. And then we did overdubs, uh, me, Jeff, and Jared for next i don't know like month or so slowly it was a pretty relaxed process of making it it was just like friends um but with the songs i don't know the, the songs we wrote me and jeff wrote them while he was living in williamsburg and we do most of our writing still even on acoustic guitars even though we made the switch to electric live i think we still kind of like the yosi you can hear the uh the more acoustic vibe but I think the basis of our writing and like kind of who we are is, you know, sitting on a porch playing acoustic guitars <laughs> and coming up with stuff and then like thinking about what it would sound like electrically. So you're kind of keeping that, that same acoustic energy into it. You're just plugging it in. Yeah, I think so. And I'm just messing around with different tones. Like I've been getting way more comfortable with my pedals and stuff and figuring out stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think the... I would say, yeah, definitely the basis of us is kind of who we are as people hanging out on a porch, drinking some beers, and like writing songs on acoustic guitars. Where does the, um, where do they come from? Where do the lyrics come from? The lyrics? That's, uh, that's one thing I've always felt, I don't want to say special, I don't know, that's just one thing that we keep true to is like all the lyrics are about our lives, just like how, what, what we're doing, relationships. I mean, most of my songs have been about my ex-girlfriend. Uh, you know, she was we were together for a while, and like, really, it's about struggles and love and hatred and stuff like that. 
that's where a lot of my stuff comes from. I think Jeff too, but you know, and it's really just what's going on in our lives. Do you yeah. have Do you have a girlfriend now? Uh, no. Well, you see, you've got to get one because if you're going to have another ex girlfriend to help yeah. you, you're going to have to have a girlfriend at some point. I know. That's and our old managers. They're like, "When is she going to break up with you? They got to get a girlfriend so they can break up with you and they can write a whole new album." <laughs> oh boy. I was like, I, yeah, uh, I can try, I guess. I try to hurt myself. What a cynical <laughs> approach to art, I'll tell you. <laughs> but uh, but no, I can, you know, for those who have not heard the the album yet, um, there's no question that there's, it's it's authentic. I mean, you're feeling it right along with, you know, with the lyrics. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's in some, at some point, it's very, it, I don't want to say it's uncomfortable to listen to, but you're hyper aware of the emotional content, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, so that's come out and you've been pretty much all over the place. You've been doing shows all over the place. Yeah. Where's the farthest mm-hmm. it's taken you so far? Well, actually we, uh, a long time ago in our old configuration, we did a acoustic trio opening for, uh, Martin Sexton in California. So we've been, I think we, we've at least driven through every state in the country. <laughs> nice. And then uh, in the past, like, I would say like two years, and then especially in the past year with the help and Lynn Bertrand and Signature Sounds, who books us now, and is our, basically our mom, a band mom, uh, uh, we've been focusing on the Northeast. So we go out to Rochester. We're going to Rochester this weekend in New York. we got a good team going out there. I love that, I love that town, Buckjar. Uh, we go up to Maine. Uh, we go to uh, Burlington a lot, New York City. We play in Cambridge the most. That Within Lounge, which is our new kind of home. Now, Boston's losing some venues. Uh, I was just reading a, a piece about that. Um, losing? Yeah, there have been a couple that have shut down. I'll have to send you a link to that article. Um, is, uh, actually, I heard, is uh, the Middle East closing? That was the rumor that I heard. I was, yeah, I heard that too. Actually, I have a really hard time believing that, but yeah, that's a really classic club. Yeah. Ever. I have a really hard time believing that anybody would would let that happen. Yeah, um, but you know, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, well, the Northeast is great because you're building up your your base, which I guess is probably important to have to have sort of a, a home home territory. Yeah. Kind of like the way I think, you know, at least our, our manager is, he's been telling us for a while. It's like that's how you do it. You just gotta, you know, you get your hometown, and then you just make your radius of your draw and, you know, people that, like, you know, your friends, like, you know, try to make friends with the audience. Like, you know, I feel like I know my crowds that come out and just kind of make your, uh, I don't know, like your, your beacon. Bigger and bigger and bigger, and maybe it stretches to Europe eventually. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, to to go over to Europe and and you know the Sun Parade, you know, opening in Berlin or, or Tokyo, <laughs> Tokyo. Actually, yeah, there you go. I I have a feeling that the Sun Parade would be Sun Parade would be big in Japan. So we'll be uh, <laughs> we'll be covering that show live uh, when you when, when you go good. over there. Um, Give us one more year. <laughs> No, I think it's important. I think you've got to have, you've got to have, um, like you said, your tribe. 
you know, it's, it's your, your little musical tribe, and and uh, yeah. there's a place that you you know you come back to at the end of the season, and that's home. Um, yeah, you know, I think that uh, it's 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 not math, it's not science, you know, rocket science. It's just it's probably what your emotional self needs too to recharge. It's a really good thought. Like I was like, you know, we were saying there's something in the water here. Like, but I was actually just talking to someone about that, like why there's so much good music happening right now. There's so many good songwriters and I guess really they are saying like it must be something to do with like the landscape. Like, you know, the place where you live is really important to how you are. Like it shapes you. It's a very beautiful location, but there's, must be something. Well, I think. I think that. Yeah. I mean, I, look, we can we can sing the praises of Western Mass uh, all we want. I I send. You've seen the the video. You, you ever seen the um, Doctor Westchesterson video? Western. Oh yeah, I saw that a long time ago. Western Mass. Oh, I send that to everybody who moves moves to the area. Um, yeah. Because I figured that's like the best uh, short um, you know tutorial on on where to go and what to do. Uh, set yeah. to, set to music. But um, but it's it's good for a laugh, yeah. The um, but the thing too is that I think that there's um, I've talked about this before, and and I haven't quite hit it on the head, and I doubt that I will today. But something about the freedom that musicians have today that's a bit greater than it ever has been to reach the specific people that are interested in hearing what they have to play. I mean, with mm-hmm. with you know the way that you can promote. Uh, through social media and through your own site and with a very niche, um, you know, sound, it's not, you don't have to try to blanket the entire country. Um, you yeah. just, you just have to find out who it wants to hear what you have to, what you have to say and, um, yeah. and you're able to reach them. Yeah. All the social media stuff makes that much easier. I guess really like, yeah, it's like you, you can just be, you know, the whole indie explosion you, just, you don't need a label to make a living because you people can find you. <clears throat> I think that was really actually someone was asking me about that uh, show. They're like, "So, do you want to be on a label?" Like it was just kind of like the old kind of way of music was just like your band. You try to get on a label, and then they that's that's just what happens. But now you just really don't need to do that unless it's a good deal. No, no. But let me let me ask you about signature sounds. Now they are, they are a really, uh, it's an odd little thing to have tucked away in Northampton, but yeah. they have a ton of acts on their on their lineup. What is what's their relationship? We're not technically on that label, but they do a lot of stuff for us. We go there a lot, but with their artists, they have all their you know their PR and like they're all their contacts, and then they have their artists and they push it out like they have you know, they've been doing it for like 20 years I think they just had their 20th but it was yeah just the 20th anniversary and they've been working out for a long time you know they're a special label they're awesome yeah. if if you could only have I mean this is me because I'm pretty big on you know roots and folk and and I think that if I could only have one lineup um, I wouldn't be too poorly served uh, with with their lineup but let's talk about you come into the Berkshires. Uh, you're going to be yeah. in town. Originally, I knew um, that you were going to be in town for the um, Wind Up Fest, which is uh, mm-hmm. 
the our film festival uh, happening here, yeah. uh, mostly in in uh, Williamstown and North Adams, and mm-hmm. then um, Lynn told me that you were going to be also at Mass Mocha on the tenth, oh, and yeah. I did not know that, and so I said, "Oh, let's let us get him on the horn right away." So, <laughs> have you um, have you played Mass Mocha before? No, definitely not, and we have not played with Doctor Dog before. <laughs> This is uh, very exciting for us. This is, It's one of those things where, well, that NPR thing came out recently, which was awesome. That came out, kind of came out of nowhere and got us a lot of attention. And then right after that, so basically me and Jeff are Dr. Dog freaks. We heard them for the first time like four years ago and we're just kind of been basing like what is, I don't know, like our our goal is just often just being like, Dr. Dog is a perfect band. This is like how we want to present ourselves. I just, I like what they're doing. And it's always been this thing, a goal is like, okay, first step of, you know, whatever we do is like, we got to open for Dr. Dog. Like that's just been one of the stepping stones that we've always talked about. And then all of a sudden it happened. And I could not be more thrilled. <laughs> Huh. I'm very nervous to meet them. Oh shucks. I don't I don't think you have to be. Think, you know you <laughs> No, I don't know. Well I mean what... I know they're just a bunch of homeboys from Philly. <laughs> yeah, but you've been you've been listening to for a long time. No, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um I actually was I interviewed um a fellow by the name of uh, Joe Polizzi, who's a uh, um content marketing guru. And mm. um He's one of those guys too. You might not know; most people wouldn't know his name. But uh, if you're a a geek, a social media and content geek like I am, he's one ah. of those names. And it did not occur to me that I would dial the phone and I would be nervous. <laughs> and I he he I even told him that. He thought well, I'm just a guy. I'm just a <laughs> I'm like I know, but you know, been listening to you for you know years now. Anyway, yeah. so Doctor Dog. Um, what uh what I can tell you about our our little community here is that Mass Mocha is a great place to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audience uh is among the best you're ever gonna find because they yeah? they yo oh, gosh yeah. No, you're gonna be back, trust me. You are gonna be putting the Berkshires on uh on your rotation uh every year from now on. I guarantee it. Okay. We've got uh, we've got the what is it seventeenth now no no yes the seventeenth yeah. tell us about that it's a show that Senior Sound is presenting and uh, we are curating it and we chose Zina Rabinas who's an amazing profile artist to headline it and we have our friend Great Smokey who I said before is often band I grew up with them down here and they're going to be playing first uh, it's at Gateway City Live. Gator City Arts in Holyoke. It's a really nice place. It has a beer garden. And uh, uh, it's, I hope people come. <laughs> I really hope people come. It's going to be a really good show. And uh, we're putting it on. We're trying to flyer and promote as best as we can. So it's great I get to say this in this interview. <laughs> so this is Gateway City Arts, October 17th. And that's with uh, Zania Rubinos. And yeah, Zania Gra- Rubinos. And Great Smokey. Yeah. And you. And us, yeah. 
Nice. Now, what what time is that? Um, it should be kicking off around eight o'clock, but I think probably the doors will open at seven. Okay. Is this the first time you've you put sort of this uh, mini festival together? Is this the first year for that, or? Yeah, this is our first uh, like kind of bigger curated show that we've ever done. We've had shows in town have people that open for us, but uh, yeah, this is the first time where we went out and found a, a bigger act to come play that who we really like. All right, so what we're going to do then is we're going to provide links to Great Smokey and Zania uh, Rubinos, and yeah. people can listen to that. Uh, and then they'll, of course, uh, be enchanted and be mesmerized, and they'll, they'll buy tickets online. Um, where, can, yeah. where can people go to find out more, by the way? Um, about that show? Well, they can go to our website, which is, has links to... Uh, um, I mean, you can go to the Gateway City Live website. Um, and also, you can go to Signature Sound, too. That's, they're putting it on this information and our website as well. So I'll put links to all of those in the show notes. Um, yeah. This, the Sun Parade. You know, the, the great thing about having a band name uh, is that most band names have not been taken when it comes to the, the, web, to the website name. So mm. when you, when you, um, you know, registered thus, you know, thesunparade.com, you probably were pretty sure that nobody was going to have that. I remember if there might have been Sun Parade was taken. I actually don't remember. I don't think so. But, it's, <laughs> but uh, thesunparade.com is where it's going to get you. Now, of course, we are excited to see you um, as part of uh, part of the wind-up fest, which is yeah. um, kind of a neat... It's a neat change, as, as we talked about. Um, it is... Under new artistic uh, directorship, um, Paul Sturtz, who is the artistic director and founding artistic director of uh, True and False Festival in Missouri, is um, is is also the artistic director now of what was the Williamstown Film Festival. So yeah, we're really excited to be part of this new yeah. new lineup. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Well, so your album is. Uh, Hearts Out, and I have played Hearts Out on the show before. What What's another song that you think I had to play? Um, well, they've been playing uh, I'm Still Here on the river, uh, WSI of the river here. That's the one that uh, my bandmate Jeff wrote and sings. Well, we'll make sure we play it on this. Yeah. I mean, they also, I guess, apparently they were playing Winona on the, on the radio today, the drummer said, on the way over to practice. I think I played Winona too. I think I played uh, Hearts Out and Winona. So cool. I uh yeah, I love Winona. Uh so I will play um I'm still here for sure and then maybe I'll I will select a, a surprise tune. Are you going back into the studio anytime soon? We are. We actually have a plan of recording an album in December, a full length, and then touring on it and, and a little later in the winter. Hmm. Well, make sure you give me a heads up because I wanna I want an exclusive of something. Yeah, yeah, we have a we have well over a whole album of new songs that we're playing and are actually writing. We just got out of practice. We had a morning practice today, first time ever, and we got two new songs that we just wrote down that we'll hopefully be playing this coming weekend. Okay, so basically, if people want to hear what's going to be on that release, that 2016 release. They should come to uh, they should come to Mass Mocha on the tenth, and then they Definitely. should come to um, they should go to the 
Gateway City Arts on the 17th. Uh, actually, and then just before that, on the 15th, come to the Wind Up Festival. Yeah. All right. Yeah, songs. That's fantastic. So that's where to go to hear this stuff before it is even pressed. All right. Yeah. Well, Chris, it has been a real joy having you on the show. I can't wait to see you live. Do me a favor and um, don't do too many morning rehearsals. I don't think they're good for you. <laughs> and, <laughs> thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. just heard I'm Still Here off the Sun Parade's latest album, Hearts Out. Before that, we had a conversation with uh, singer, guitarist Chris Marlon Jennings, who uh, seems pretty excited to be coming out here to the Berkshires. We're glad to have him. Uh, he's going to be opening up, as we said, um, for Dr. Dog at Mass Mocha on the 10th of October, and we're going to see him again at the opening night festivities. Uh, they're going to be playing with with and the kids 
the opening night of Wind Up Fest. So we hope to see you there. All right, let's um, let's talk about another Chris who's playing tonight at the barn. It's Chris Delmhorst, and she has a long and distinguished career. You can read some of that about about her background in the show notes. There's a link to her homepage where you can read about even more. She's played with all kinds of people, and she has a distinctive sound. It's powerful, it's pure, and um, it's wise. So how about in anticipation of the show tonight at the barn in Williamstown, let's give a listen to Saw It All of her most recent release, Blood Test, here on Indecent Exposure. I saw the red sky warning I saw the new day dawning I saw the big bird lifting I saw the slow world shifting I went high I saw it all I went the braided veins of rivers I saw the burdens they deliver I saw all the silent neighbors I saw the fields cry out for labor I saw the sky all unfurled I saw the worn green skin in the weary world I saw the big machines with their claws all curled and yeah, digging, dragging, digging I went Chris Delmhorst 
of her latest release, Blood Test, which you can get a copy of by going to the show notes, greenlockglass.com, finding this episode of Indecent Exposure, and clicking on, what, I guess clicking on the image of her album will get you there. And uh, it is a worthy, worthy effort. Um, she has quite a few albums, so I would think I'll, what I'll do is I'll just link to, uh, you know, click on that link and you can see all of her albums right there. Scoop the whole lot of them up if you if you like. Um, be sure to check out Chris Delmhorst at The Barn tonight. And be sure to check out The Sun Parade. Um, all three venues. Uh, the two closest to us, of course, are October 10th, um, Mass Mocha with uh, Dr. Dog. And uh, you should note that there is a link to that uh, information at Mass Mocha. And at the the opening ceremonies of Wind Up Fest with And the Kids. And there is also a link uh, to where you can find out more information and how to get tickets to that. So that's our show for today. Um, I got through it with your help. And, uh, and I'll talk to you again next week here on Indecent Exposure. <laughs>